Guys, the world does not want me recording this, okay? This is supposed to be a walk and talk. And a walk and talk, you're not gonna believe this, is where I walk and talk. I know that is a shocking concept, but guess what? I took myself out to a little dinner, had myself a flatbread and a glass of rosé, and I walked home, and first, I was just rambling. Nothing made sense. I was like, I can't post this, so I deleted it. And then I was walking, and I was walking past a fellow, a, a, a kind man, a young, decent human. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. And I almost like tried to cross the street and so then I stopped recording. And I was like, oh my God, so embarrassing. And I was like, I'll just try again. And then I was so out of breath that I still, that I tried recording a third time. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I literally, my neighborhood is the definition of uphill both ways. Any direction you're going in, it's uphill. That I don't, I, I can't describe it. It's unbelievable to me. And then, and then I walked through a sprinkler system. And I'm not talking about one sprinkler in someone's yard. I'm talking as far as the eye can see, okay? I walked through a seminary sometimes, sprinklers everywhere. They were coming out of the wood. I don't know, the, the walls, the buildings, like I don't know where the sprinklers were coming from. It was everywhere. So I had to stop again. And now I'm home and I want to do a walk and talk for you guys because I want to talk about this, but I'm not walking. I'm just talking and I'm exhausted. So I'm going to just sit here on my couch and we're going to talk. Oh, that's nice. And we're going to talk a little bit about what was the topic? I posted something in my stories that you guys wanted to talk about. The end of a push season. Wow, this is actually a really nice analogy. Wow, the Lord gave me this because this is... This is what I wanted to talk to you about. This is beautiful. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. So here's the thing. If you're new to my space, I'm going to give you a very two-second rundown of what a push period is. A push period, in my experience, because also one of the podcasts I delivered, or what is it called? Recorded. 21 minutes I spent talking about a push period. Who wants to hear that? I had to delete that. Okay, so a push period in very short terms. And if you want a full episode on it, let me know. I'll do it. But... A push period, in essence, is a busy season. And I think that a lot of times entrepreneurs forget that most industries have a busy season, a time when they are just slammed. And sure, maybe you don't want to be so busy. Sure, maybe you like wish that you had more time, whatever. But in those off periods, you're, you're a free gal. For instance, when I was in the fashion industry, you were chained to the desk all of Q4. When I mean change to the desk, I mean you are answering an email. If, you're, if your phone makes a noise, you're responding. If you have to work on a Saturday, you're working on a Saturday. If you have to go on a trip and it's your family reunion, no one cares. If your friend's getting married, doesn't matter. Like you are living, eating, breathing, sleeping, work, period. Sorry, you cannot do anything but this. And it was what it was. And sure, that might sound like it sucks. Actually, we got out of that for a reason. Fine. Okay, I hear you. However, I could do whatever the fuck I wanted pretty much the rest of the year. Summertime, I was never in the office. I could leave at noon. I could take days off. I could take two weeks off. Like, if I didn't feel like coming in, I wasn't coming in. It was great, you know? And so for me, I was like, yeah, like, you know, the busy season kind of blows, but it's not like all year is a busy season. And so when I started my business, I was so consistent. I was like, I crave consistency. I want to be consistent. I don't want to have a busy period anymore. 
And I'm sure we all kind of think that. And if you still think that you're too new to your business, because I guarantee you, you're going to get underway. You're going to crave what I'm talking about right now. And what I'm talking about right now is this burnout, right? When people feel burnt out, this is why. It's because a lot of times in business, we think instead of giving a 10 out of 10 effort, I'm going to give a six out of 10 effort every single solitary day. And respectfully, I think that's terrible. I'm going to tell you why. Because the analogy that I use often, and if you've been in my space long enough, you've heard this, is that working for yourself is like being on a treadmill, okay? And you know that, you know that walk speed, that, that like speed of walking where it's like, oh my God, the hiccups, this always happens when I talk too much. <sighs> you know that speed of walking where it's like almost too fast to be walking? Do you know what I'm saying? Where you like almost feel like you're going to fall because you're like, I shouldn't be walking. But if I started running right now, this would be the slowest like running mile per hour ever. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, I can't run at this speed, but like walking, you're so uncomfortable. Okay. So imagine doing that for two straight hours, just almost tripping over yourself, very uncomfortably fast walk, mall walking. Okay. For two hours. (sighs) No, respectfully, no way. Okay. Now, instead I want you to think about getting on a, I almost said sofa. Like, look at how, (laughs) look at how I'm just like lovingly staring at my couch. Um, Think about getting on a treadmill and running for 10 minutes really fast. Like how fast can you go running for 10 minutes and then taking a break for 10 minutes? So you're on, you're hustling. And then you can take a break. You can chill. You can sit down. You can lay down. I could go for two hours like that. Now, they're both uncomfortable. But the consistency that you think that you crave, that like ongoing six out of 10, is terrible, truly. In the long run, if you are experiencing burnout, it's because you are trying to have a consistent six out of 10 energy at all times. Now, I have never once experienced burnout in my business, not once. Not one single time. When people talk about burnout, I can... I can understand from a corporate perspective, I cannot understand in my business. It has not happened. It has not come close to coming to being a thing. And I can tell you with certainty, it is because of this. It is because of how I incorporate push periods and rest periods, which brings us to the topic. I finally got there. Now, push periods and rest periods. In my business, there are periods of time that I push and periods of time where I rest. Now, The difference of those is that in a push period, all bets are off. I'll cancel plans. I'll work on weekends. I'll work late. I'm overextending myself. I am, I'm pushing myself. That does not mean I'm comfortable. That does not mean that I don't have like thoughts of, oh my God, I should burn this thing down to the ground. That doesn't mean that I'm not stressed, but like I run my own business. What do we think is going to happen? Those are normal human emotions. They're going to happen if I worked in a corporate job. So in this push period, my goal is a single mission. Okay. I don't go into it just saying work really hard and I don't have a goal in mind. Uh, And I'll tell you about this most, most recent push period. And then I go into a rest period after a push period 
for almost equal amount of time, preferably equal amount of time that I was in a push period. And the goal there is no new clients, rest, accumulate wealth, chill, sleep in, do the least. Literally do the most, do the least. Everybody else who doesn't do push periods and rest periods, what you do is you do eh all the time. I wanna do the most and then I wanna do the least. Now, your girl opened Dial Zero Marketing April 1st, April, May, June, July. Okay, so I told myself May, June, and July are gonna be a, that's a push period. Because in April, when doors open, we're not actually gonna be working. I'm gonna be selling and I'm gonna be closing deals, but your girl knows how to sell. That's not really work to me, okay? Imagine breathing, that's how I feel about sales. I'm good. Not exhausting, doesn't upset me. I don't give a shit about no. Rejection means shit to me. I'm fine. So me having like a sales period in April, fine. We were closing deals left and right. We were just like, bop, 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 knocking them out, which is great. But I, all of that work was supposed to start in May. And it started in May, you know what I mean? Like some of it started in April, but we, I told the girls, I was like, buckle the fuck up. We are pushing hard, May, June, July. I'm saying yes to everything. I'm saying yes to every dollar. I'm saying yes to every client. I'm saying yes to every opportunity. And guess what? Opportunity created opportunity created opportunity. Some of the biggest opportunities in my life came my way. Yes to everything. That's your price? Yes. That's what you want to do? Yes. That's what the deliverables you want? Yes. Some of it I wiggled. Some of it I asked for more money. Generally speaking, if you wanted it, you got it. But I'm a whore. You know what I mean? Like, and in my business, if the price is fine, sure, let's go. You know, we were new. We're starting. I got to get, got to get the wheels turning. You know what I mean? Uh, so I pimped this out and I said, we're going to just say yes. Now, granted, I wasn't saying yes to like $500 opportunities. Our minimum buy-in was like a $5,000 contract. So we were fine. Do you know what I'm saying? But generally speaking, busy, slammed, slammed. Like I worked, I would say I worked every single weekend since April 1st, not April 1st, May 1st, every single weekend. And when I say every weekend, I don't mean I opened up my laptop for an hour on Saturday. I mean, I had a work day on Saturday or a work day on Sunday, or I worked both Saturday and Sunday. I also was working most nights till midnight to 1am, four nights a week, if not seven, like push period. Okay. Grab a bottle of wine, turn on Boy Meets World, which by the way, get Disney Plus and rewatch Boy Meets World. It's so wholesome. Okay. Coming back, grab a bottle of wine or a glass. You could be safe and healthy. Unlike me, watch Boy Meets World and get to work. And so that's what we did. It was, you know, all bets are off. We were off to the races. And I said to the girls, if we get through this, XYZ will happen. And I'm going to tell you about that now. XYZ will happen. And then we can chill. If they don't happen, we're still in a push period. But I don't set myself up for failure. I like to challenge myself. I like to push myself. But, oh, see, I have the hiccups. This is what happens. I talk too much. And then I get the hiccups. If you've ever been in any of my you know, calls, then you know that I get the hiccups because I just can't stop talking. Um, so in this particular push period, I had set goals. They challenged me, but they were attainable, which is the way to have a goal so it doesn't kill your confidence. Now for me, this push period, I wanted dial zero to make enough money that my full-time team was covered, that their pay was covered with half, how do I word this? 
half of the revenue. So I wanted there, I wanted the revenue of Dial Zero Marketing to cover double my team expenses. Basically, I wanted the team to get paid full time for half the work. There's a reason for that. We'll dive into that another time. But that meant that I wanted to make, let's say, 30 grand a month from Dial Zero Marketing, which means that we had to do enough projects that led to retainers. I firmly believe you start with a project, then you go into retainer. Most people don't want to start with retainer. We'll do that another time. Ask me if you need it. And so that was what we had to do. I was like, we got to do enough projects that lead to retainers, or we have to get enough people that want retainers. It's going to take a long time to close them, blah, 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 blah. So I, that was a big one. I wanted to make $30,000 in recurring revenue from Dial Zero Marketing. On top of that, I needed to open the library. I needed to shut down my services. I needed to, uh, when does this go live? Today, it goes live right now, like whenever I'm done recording this. So I can't tell you, but there's something going live on Monday. You have no fucking clue how much work this was. Oh my God. Some of you guys know, if you're in the doers, you know, but like huge announcement coming Monday, at least to me, you may not care. I don't give a shit. Big to me. So huge thing that I was working on that comes out on Monday. Super excited about that. So it was a push period. I'm just like, if I want to do something, if something has to happen, pile it on, pile it on, pile it on. And now we're coming up to the rest period and I get to rest. Now, my question on Instagram stories, when I said to you today, because I record these live day of, was, do you want to know what it's like to end a push period? You've been listening how long now? 13 minutes, 40 seconds? Okay. Now we're getting into the topic. However, I needed to start with all of that, okay? Now, what does it look like to end a push period? The number one thing you have to recognize, this is the difference between me and almost all of you. I would argue almost all of you. Most of you, almost all of you. I see my wins. Now, what I mean by that is that if you sign two clients and they're not ideal clients, but you're making like fine money, I hear people say, oh, but it's not the money that I want or it's not the type of client that I want. For me, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm not going to complain. I got what I wanted. I'm, I'm glad. Look at me. I, I booked those two clients. I don't care if they're not the right clients. It'll lead to the right clients. I don't care if it's not the right money. It'll lead to the right money, right? I'm fucking proud of myself regardless. So the first thing you have to understand is that I celebrate everything. I give myself every flower, every single accolade, every single standing ovation. I deserve all of it. I'm the first one to say, fuck yeah, bitch, you did that, okay? So for me, I know what it looks like to say enough, Okay. And I'm not going to do it because I'm tired. I'm not going to do it because I'm complaining. I'm not going to do it because it's too much work and I don't feel like working anymore. And my team is being annoying, which they're not. And my clients are being annoying, which they're not. But like this, these are stuff I hear. I hear people being like, but I don't want to work anymore. I didn't either. I wanted to stop, but I had a goal and I was not going to stop until I hit the goal. No questions. That's it. We made a commitment. Your girl says, I'm in, I'm in. These are the rules. We don't change the rules. Well, but what if I know? We said 30 grand retainer. We said, you know, certain backend systems. And for me, I said 40 podcast episodes recorded. That's what I said. I recorded 40 pod, more than way more than 40 podcasts. Let's be totally honest. I did a lot of work that I've never done in my life. I signed so many clients, dropped some of them. Got cursed out by one client. You guys should hear that story. That's really funny. That's like one of my favorite stories of the year. So 
this push period like took it out of me. But the thing is like, it's not that hard when you know it ends. And I kept saying, August 1st, I want to be done. August 1st, I want to be done. So anytime that I was like, oh, I don't want to work on a weekend. Oh, I don't want to work on a Saturday. Honestly, to be totally honest, that thought doesn't even cross my head anymore because that's how like familiar I am with this process. But anytime that I might have thought that, I'd be like, no, we're so close. I'm running a marathon here. We don't get to the finish line unless we keep going. So one, the way that you know that a push period is over is because you see, you see your wins. I could easily say, well, it's 28,000, not 30. It's fine. I could easily say, well, I wanted X, Y, and Z set up. It's set up 50%. We're good. I could easily say, oh, well, I wanted this and this and this done. And it's like, uh, yeah, and it is done. Is it done the way that you wanted to? No, but you can edit it. That's fine. You're good. We're actually way further than I expected to be. So one, when you get to the end of a push period, you have to see it. None of this, and the reason that you'll know that you're not seeing it is because you'll want more. Well, but it would just be nice. Sure, I said 30,000, but like, wouldn't it be so much nicer if I had 40? Yeah, that wasn't the goal though. Yeah, I know that I said I wanted 40 podcast episodes done, but it would just be nice to know that it's 60. Don't care. It was 40, it's 40. Well, I know I said I wanted all these internal processes set up, but like, I want double the amount, actually. Like, that would be even better. Don't care. The goal was the goal. We don't change the goal. We don't make it shorter. We don't make it longer. So that's one. Two, this is, this is also the key that makes me different than other people. I let myself stop. I had a conversation with someone today, and I'm not going to say who because I haven't checked with them, and this goes live immediately. It's not like it goes live later. Um, I had a call with someone today, and... She was like, yeah, and I could do this, and I could do this, and I could do this, and I could do this. And I was like, no, you're not doing anything. You are not. You are not lifting a finger. You're not doing any more. You wanted to get here, be here, live here for a minute. Now, here's the thing. 30 grand a month. I got 30 grand a month in two and a half months. I can get 30 grand. I could get another 30 easily. We could have another 15 grand per month in our revenue in three weeks if I wanted to. I don't though, because here's the part of a rest period. You have to commit to not having more. I'm not a greedy person. I want enough. I want to do enough. I'm not a perfectionist. I am, I'm a good enougher. Okay. This is enough. What I have is enough. I'm calling it no more. It's like looking at like a feast at a table and being in famine mode for so long that you're like hook, you know, fucking Peter Pan, like diving into bangerang, like all the food on the table. Do you know what I'm talking about? Only some people are going to get it because now I'm aging myself, but you're like diving into all this food and shoveling it in your face. But like, you're not as hungry as you think you are, or you don't have the capacity that you think you do. To me, I'm saying... I want a certain amount of food. And when I have that certain amount of food, I'm going to be done eating. I might not feel full, but I'm going to be done. It's about saying, I know my restrictions. I know the lines that I've set for myself. So I'm actually not a nutritionist, so I don't know if that's like an accurate representation, but you get what I'm saying. So at the end of a push period, one, I know what my wins look like. I say, okay, great. We've done this. We've done this. We've done this. Call it. Two, I do not push. I do not push for more. 
I allow myself to rest. Now, this person that I had a conversation with today, she was like, I woke up today and was like, okay, so I know that I wanted, I think it was like $10,000 recurring every month, but like, we do have space for another client. And I was like, no, that's, it's not about, do you have space for another client? No, you're done. Take it, you're done for a minute. You have, you, well, but I have time. I have time for another client. Spend it with your family. Go to lunch, take a long lunch, sleep in. Hire that personal trainer you were thinking about and go like to a gym every once in a while and work out, whatever it is. Like, you know, that's the thing with a rest period. You have to be okay with enough, call it, be done. You're gonna go into another push period and you're gonna push again. But for, the, for, for me, I like to do three months on, three months off, three months on, three months off. So for these past three months, like pedal to the metal, I've been pushing hard, aggressively. And then for these next three months, coasting. I have had, I mean, so for one, I'm dropping a few clients. So some of the clients that are currently on our roster are leaving, doesn't affect our revenue, we're good. That's one. Two, uh, some of the clients that are coming on are at our increased rate, which is very much increased. So we're swapping out old clients in for new clients. So we have less work for, for way more money. So that was also part of the plan. So now I'm in a state where last week I had almost every, I'm not exaggerating, almost every minute of the week from six o'clock in the morning until about 10 or 11 PM mapped out. And that's with multiple people on a full-time team booked to the max. Okay. I was working nonstop a week ago. This week, I have nothing on my calendar. I had a, a, one podcast episode. I don't have any like real deadlines. I don't have any like, that's not to say I don't have deadlines, but like nothing pressing, nothing immediate, nothing I'm like absolutely required to do. It's stuff that I like want to do within my business. And here is the third difference between me and most people. I welcome that. That will cause anxiety for some of you. I am not at all the person who looks at an empty to-do list and says, but I have to fill it up and I feel like I should be doing more and I should be doing this and I should be working more and I should be adding this to my plate. I shouldn't be doing anything. That's the point of a rest period. Today, I had not one thing on my day. I slept in. I took a long shower. I did, I did a whole shower, if you know what I mean. I did a face mask. I was listening to a couple podcasts. I took my time. I did my hair. I did my makeup. I took a nice little walk to the coffee shop. It's just really cute. Took myself out to dinner. I got a lot of work done today. But no stress, no requirements, no, you know, need to be anywhere. Just chill. And that's what I want for this period of my life. For the next three months, I'm going to coast. If a client comes along and it's not going to push, push us over the edge, which honestly, I think right now any client would push us over the edge. But if someone comes along and they're not going to push us over the edge, I might consider it. I'm not pitching. I'm not looking for work. I'm not looking for clients. I'm not worried about money. I'm not worried about the team. The team has enough to do, but they're not stretched. I have enough to do and I'm hardly even full. And the last, the last rest period that I had was 
December to March. And February, I think I worked like three days total, like three. I was moving. I was setting up my house. Like there were days that I would just be like, I forgot I'm even running a business. And that's what I like for myself. So how do you know that you're under the push period? One, you have to let yourself be done. Let yourself rest. You have to notice your wins and not this, well, but I didn't do this though. Well, it's not the right client. Well, you know, I wanted 30,000 and I only made 29. It's like, come on. Let yourself win in your own head, at least. If you're not going to win in your own head, how are you going to win in anyone else's? You got to win first within yourself. So let yourself win. Let yourself see the wins. Let yourself rest. Let yourself say, this is enough because it is off to the races for me again, October 15th. And that will go until December. I told the girls, let's try to plan to take all of January off-ish. And then we're going to push again in like March or April. That's the way I like to run my business. I don't like to, you know, run at the speed of light. I don't like to, you know, never take a break. And maybe it's age because I'm older than a lot of you guys. And maybe it's experience because I've done the whole, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. And it gets just like so fucking exhausting. And you realize it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect anything. But good enough is like the biggest success story on the planet. Like truly. I don't know why I said planet like that, but you get what I'm saying. Like good enough is the win. Me saying 30 grand to cover the team is enough. I'm not, I'm not saying that we're making two grand and I'm like saying that's good enough. Like, no, like, and two grand is also like, you should be very proud of that if you're just starting. I'm not just starting. So you just have to keep that in mind. But like push yourself in that push period, set a goal, set an attainable goal. That's always where you guys fuck up is that you make these like massively impossible goals and you're like beating yourself up saying I'm not good enough. And it's like, no, you put a goal in front of you. That's like, you're not going to do $200,000 in three months. Like that's just not going to happen unless you're set up for it, but like hardly anybody is. Okay. Aside, my point is see your wins, allow yourself to rest. Know when enough is enough. (sighs) What can I do at the end of this podcast that can be like something special for you guys? Because if you listen to the end, you're a real one. Um, Okay. Maybe I'll give you guys a sneak peek. How about that? So I will, Okay, so the doers, like, kind of know. Actually, I don't know if the doers know this part. Uh, They know some of it. So I will tell you guys the announcement coming on Monday. I'm not going to put it in the show notes. I'm not going to put it in the title. But DM me if you got to hear, because I want to see who listens to the end. But I will tell you what's dropping on Monday, because it's very exciting. So I have always had the interest in expanding the podcast and talking about so much more. As you can tell, I love my walk-in talks. I love my, we call them EDU episodes, my educational episodes where they're about like business tips and guidance and insight and things like that. But I've always been like, no, there's more I want to do. There's more I want to do. So one, we have guest experts coming every single week. And you'd be like, Ashley, you've had guest experts. Not really. Like here and there kind of, but like very intermittently. Now it's a series. So every Wednesday there will be a guest expert. Every Monday there's 
uh, we call it a standard EDU episode, a, um, you know, a business insights tips episode. So it's Monday, Wednesday's the guest expert, walk and talk whenever I want. I'm like not held to that. Maybe I do three a week, maybe I skip a week, like, but that's my third episode. And then my fourth episode is, oh, I'm so excited about this one. It's called Below 14th Street. And it is crazy, like, crazy wild stories from my fashion career, like how I almost got arrested because I broke into Fashion Week or like my Nicki Minaj experience, which is like a fucking insane story. Or I don't want to like give anything away, but there's some really, really, really good stories that I have from the fashion industry. And the reason it's called Below 14th Street is because I worked somewhere where they were like, fashion girls only go out and hang out below 14th Street. And we literally would get in trouble if we were caught above 14th Street in Manhattan. I'm not even kidding. We were literally not allowed to go out above 14th Street. And if you live in Manhattan, if you've ever been to the city, if you've ever been to New York, like there's really good places above 14th Street. So in our office was above 14th Street. So if we wanted to like go to happy hour, we had to like go really far away like it was so weird so anyway i thought it was a funny little quip and throwback to that so below 14th street is the fourth mini series coming to the podcast there will be four small like four mini series inside of the podcast every single week i have them recorded like literally through october so business tips guest experts the guest experts oh my god are so good uh below 14th street and then my walk and talks but drum roll please is that a lot of these are actually repurposed onto YouTube. So you will be able to watch them if you'd like. The guest experts will be on YouTube, which is super exciting. Um, so we're expanding, we're growing, we're expanding, we're on YouTube. We have four mini series coming. It's been a shit ton of work. The amount of recording has been unbelievable. The learning curve for YouTube has been unreal. I'm not doing any of it perfect. I'm doing all of it enough. And we're going to have fun with it. We're going to coast. And then maybe next year I'll take it seriously. But this year it's just about having fun with it, seeing what happens, repurposing content. So if you've listened to the end, let me know so that I know that you're a real one. And I hope this gave you some inspiration to have push periods and rest periods in your business because I do not know another way to survive truly without knowing that there is some semblance of like on and off. In my business. I cannot do kind of on always. And I hope you try it. If you need help with it, let me know. And uh, maybe I'll do a more formal episode where I'm not wildly out of breath and pacing in my apartment. Okay, have a good one.